Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Show your good side to the world and get rewarded. Become a plasma donor at Griffles and receive up to $800 your first month. You'll help save the lives of millions of patients. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And it's Griff. And in this episode, we're going to be going over the NBA Finals, um, a little wrap-up of the NHL season, um, a little Red Sox news slash MLB stuff, mainly just one thing. Um, and actually, soccer talk is Euros, Euros, soccer talk. Um, and I guess our first look at the Power 36 for basketball. Let's do it. With the third pick in the 2017 NBA Draft, the Boston Celtics select Jason Tatum from Duke University. So we're going to start things off, NBA Finals. Um, the Suns are up 2-0 against Milwaukee. And I think the question we should be asking, are the Suns really that good? Or, like, I, like, see. Because, like, we were talking about this last night mm-hmm. in, like, watching the game. Because, like, you said that the Suns were up, like, they were up, like, 15 or something like that. They were up, like, no, they were up 11. They were up 11. And it just, it didn't feel like it was 11. Like, it felt like the game was closer than it was. And then... Like, I, I don't know. I either – maybe because everyone was talking, like, Milwaukee, like, Giannis was the only player that really showed up Giannis, for them. Giannis so, like, blocked. maybe that's why because, like, we didn't really – like, there was no urgency because Giannis was the only one actually playing. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. So, they were up 11, and, like, I just remember the Bucks being up by one, like, literally two minutes ago. And it still felt like the Bucks were, like, bugging, and it was, like, a back and forth, but it just, like, wasn't, I guess, because they were down 11. It was, yeah. it was nuts. And um, Giannis had a great performance. He had 42 points um, with only two turnovers. He had eight assists. Oh, no, that's Chris Middleton. He had 42 points, though. He had three turnovers, three blocks, four assists, and 12 boards in 40 minutes. Which, um, is, which is crazy. And what sucks is that Chris Middleton only had 11 points. And Drew Holiday only had 17. Now, when these two people are combining for 28 points and they're your second and third option, like you're screwed. You're relying on people off your bench like Bobby Portis. Jeff Teague played 12 minutes. And he was doing cardio. He scored four points and that was it. That's literally all he did. Well, that's just, that's what I was talking about last episode where like where we both agreed that the Suns were going. Like, well, it was last episode, but it was, it was finals already. Yeah, so. yep. It was. So, yeah, so we, we said that we both agree that the Suns are going to win this series, mm-hmm. or, like, we both think that they're going to win this series. And then I said that um, it's going to be really relying if Chris Middleton shows up. And he hasn't. And but he hasn't, which doesn't mean he won't. Yeah. It's just at this point, I feel like if the Suns keep playing like this, I don't even think with Chris Middleton – because, like, Giannis dropped 40. If Chris Middleton dropped 20, I think the Suns are just so much better that they would have it, it, they would have just adapted to the way the game was played. Exactly, because they didn't need anybody else to bug out because they had Chris Paul drop 23. 
um, off of eight assists. They had D-Book drop 31 with five and six. They had Bridges drop 27 points. He played really, night. really well. He played amazing. Jay Crowder had 11 with 10 rebounds. Um, they didn't even really need to eight in the s- step up, which kind of sucked for me because I was predicting for him to have a great night. He only had 10 and 11, which obviously is still like a very good game. Yeah. But it, they didn't need him to drop 25 and 19 like he did last game or 22 and 19 and stuff like that. Campaign didn't have to bug out either. He only played 10 minutes. He dropped two points. Now we've seen campaign absolutely bug. Same with Cam Johnson. I mean, one of the best three point shooters in the league, smoothest jumper. He only had eight points. Like they didn't actually need anybody to step up because their starters. They just played as a really good team. Their starters just clicked so well tonight. And once again, they are so good from the line. They're so good at getting to the line and they're so good at shooting that even with the Bucks, and I, I think everybody that's listened to this podcast, well, I don't know if you've actually seen this clip, but that possession of the defense from the Bucks, like the rotations, all of it to a T, perfect defense, it still ended up in a DeAndre in and one. The, the Bucks played perfect defense. Uh, it's somewhere on Twitter. They played literally the most perfect, perfect defense. I didn't see and DeAndre clip, but I think I know what, talk, what, what, you're talk, what play you're talking of. Let me see if I can pull it up so you can see. Yeah, but even stuff like that, like, like if you go back down, think about how they both played last night, like, and think about the next two games. I think a sun sweep is a hundred percent in in play. For sure. Ready? Check this out, right? Because like teams go up two zero, and then we don't know. Oh yeah, I remember seeing this. A lot of passing, but a lot of rotations. I'm ready, and then just got like a nice easy and one. Yeah, after like textbook defense, like that just shows like the Suns are just better. Well, I mean, they played textbook defense, but the Suns also played like 90% perfect ball movement. Perfect yeah. like ball movement. Perfect yeah, there was offense. like one tip. There was it, one but... tip, and they got it back and recollected, made like three passes, and then. They just found the switch, which honestly, they they played perfect defense there, but uh, but like they forced them to keep switching, which was gonna which yeah, that which was gonna work would out screw them as well. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they forced them to keep switching, but they did switch and they switched timely and very well. Mm-hmm. It worked out so well that like it should have ended in a sub, but it didn't, and that's just a perfect example of the Suns just are playing better basketball than them and. Um, another part of what the Bucks could be missing out on is we see Giannis going insane right now in the finals, and he is a week off of like a hyperextended knee. Yeah, like imagine He's basically playing with one leg. Honestly, like now I actually put it in these notes. Imagine if he was at a hundred percent health, but at the same time, I don't think he'd be doing any better at, or worse because, like in playoffs, I don't even think he's thinking about his knee. I don't think his knee hurts at all. It's gonna hurt after the series, but it's kind of like the adrenaline. He's playing 100% right now because you see him. He's playing the best basketball he's probably ever played ever. And he's won two MVPs. Yeah, but it a, doesn't matter there because – play last night where he took the ball up from a little bit before, like, the Suns' three-point line. Yeah. Took three dribbles and dunked it. Yeah, he's playing out of like his he, Like, he's known for that stuff. But, like, we don't even see players of his, like, height and capabilities doing that. Like, only comparable person that I could see doing that is, like, KD. KD, right. And, like, KD doesn't really do that that often. Mm-hmm. He kind of, like, he takes his extra dribbles and gets a better, like, playoff. But, like, Giannis doesn't right. care. So, another thing that blows my mind about this game last night, uh, game two, is the plus-minus for all the starters. So, P.J. Tucker had minus five. Chris Middleton had minus 15. Um, Brooke Lopez had minus one, Drew Holiday had minus three, and Giannis had a plus three. For him to have a plus three and they lose the game is insane, and the fact that he dropped 40 points. Because a lot of the times when you see games played, like, mm-hmm. you can go back, like, seeing, like, I want to say, like, when AD was, like, AD and um, Marcus Cousins, Marcus Cousins yeah. were on the Pelicans together, and remember they dropped, like, 50 points each, combined 100 points. Yeah. And they were, like, the first duo to do it since, like, 
literally whoever whoever it was before like i don't remember off the top of my head their plus minus that night was like minus like 15 yeah yeah and they dropped 100 points combined they still lost the game by like 20 right so Giannis actually not only just the starters every single player on that team had a minus had a negative plus minus except for him so i actually don't know how that works but it's probably just because he played like the whole game so yeah, like there was some probably, weird way probably could, outscored because it's not like it's not like his plus minus was oh, like plus you know ten. He scored plus. twenty points in the third quarter. Yeah, so and that just took because they were close at that point, and then Chris Paul hit a dagger. Yeah, which was nuts. Chris Paul, yeah. Chris Paul has been playing out of his mind. Um, overall, like I mean, they're just better. Like there's not much to say about it, and they're getting out coached. And this leads to, I mean, should Monty Williams. Should he have won the coach of the year over Tom Thibodeau? Because, like, Tom Thibodeau, the, he led this, um, the Knicks to the four seed, all that. Randall had a great season. Uh, the young guys got going, got the four seed. But think about the turnaround for the Suns. The Suns the missed Sun, out the on Suns, the playoffs the, last year. The, the Suns turnaround. So, like, well, they both obviously weren't in the playoffs last year. But I feel like there was, I feel like the, um, the expectations for the Suns were still relatively higher than the Knicks. Yeah. Like literally were ever even thought to be of. Right. Like everyone's like the Knicks. Oh, well, they're going to finish last. Oh, easy dub every single night. And then they came out this year and Julius Randle, like, I want to say like had his first year of his prime mm-hmm. and like showed what he could really do. And then like kind of brought the whole team together. Derek Rose came and he, he did his thing like that kind of stuff. I feel like even with Devin Book and DeAndre in, they're still thought of as a high caliber like, like duo. Right. And like the expectation was that they could still try to make playoffs. And then adding Chris Paul to that. Well, also the bubble because they had a shot at it. They went they went eight. They went eight and no and missed the playoffs. Yeah. Which the, I think that's part of it. But I agree. I still think that Monty Williams easily could have won it over him. For sure. Just because like they were literally top seed. Yeah, they were the one seed. Yeah, like, what are you going to, like, And like they literally went from zero. You to see one. clips of him coaching. You see the ball movement. You, you see the plays. You see the defense. Nothing about them is bad. Every single part about them shows that they're the best team in the league. And yeah. I just think the turnaround from them, even though, yeah, they have D-Buck, they have Aiden, they have Chris Paul. But the way that they just gelled all together with Chris Paul the first year in, like, right yeah. away, obviously Chris Paul, he's the guy to do that. But Monty Williams – like you have to give it up to some of the coaching from there. Oh yeah, no, I think he's a really good coach. I think obviously, like now seeing what they're doing and how they play as a team. I mean, like I, I know, like we always like shit on Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. but like just like I like using him as an example because we watched him play and we watched how he like changed. Yeah, and it wasn't like necessarily a good change, and then he reverted back. Because I said this last night too when we were watching the game. I was like, Jay Crowder like started to fade away on his threes mm-hmm. towards the end of his like time with the Celtics. And like that's the reason why we kind of got rid of him. Because yeah. he kept like those shots that like, you don't fade away on every single three. And he was like doing his own thing, which like you can't like do. Now he's playing like Especially a, as a now he's player. playing like a real three and D wing who can like do like everything. And he's one of the best in the league when he does that. Yeah, he's literally one of the best. And it's like crazy because it's kind of tough to change. It's tough to change players. And when you think about changing players like Lonzo, like three years or five years, he changed his jump shot. And now he's like, he's like a, he's like a Paul. I mean, wow. He's like a Chris Paul type player. He could be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's his potential. Like, yeah. He's starting to really reset. Yeah. I which is, which is crazy. And then like people will go back and think like, like, like Markel Fultz, mm-hmm. like he got hurt again this year, but like he was playing well. He was playing very well. And he like changed everything around. Mm-hmm. And then like, even like Zion had to relearn how to run. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like to like do stuff like that for players to like kind of make them better players is like really tough to do. Yeah. So like you have to give Monty Williams a lot of credit. Right. Yeah. No, I, that's what I was going to say. Pretty much the same thing. Um, I don't know who's going to win game three. I think this is a trap game out of all yeah, of them. Yeah, I think this one is a trap game. I think this would be the game if, that if Chris the Bucks, actually shows if up. If the Bucks then, win a game, it's going to be tomorrow night. Yeah, I think if – Or we release this on Saturday, so it's going to be tonight. Yeah. they play tomorrow night, I think. Yeah, I think if, if, if they don't get swept tomorrow would be the only win that they have. And honestly, I think gentlemen sweep. Yeah. If like at work, like I, I honestly like seeing the way the Suns played, like Milwaukee was actually help, like helpless. They were, they were 
Like they couldn't do anything. They about literally couldn't do anything, and it wasn't even like they were playing crazy. And they they have they just couldn't make a shot. They have the defensive talent to match up against the Suns. It's just the Suns, like other like I mean for like the best two, like Chris Paul, D Book. Yeah, you have Middleton and you have Drew Holiday. Like those are two very 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 talented defensive guards slash wings, and. It just falls into the spot where you can't stop them because they're not only are they so hot, but they're also stopping you on defense. They have all the momentum in the world. Like you cannot stop the best NBA players. You can't stop any NBA player that's playing with all the confidence in the world. Oh, no chance. And and also it looked like last night. I mean, it's gonna this is this might sound dumb, but it like they lost a game, right? Milwaukee lost a game, mm-hmm. but it looked like they were too focused on playing defense. Exactly. Like they looked like they were trying way too hard to just stop them from scoring points and like slow down the game. And they could never change the momentum of the game. Yeah, because it's just like like th- there was definitely times where it like seemed like oh, the Bucks are going on a run here, and then Chris Paul would come come down and shoot like literally maybe the weirdest shot ever and it would just go in because we were talking about how Aiden was on yeah like you were talking about Aiden, Aiden was, on, was, on was on Giannis and I honestly like we were confused by that move right because they obviously they weren't on each other's game one and I think honestly that made the difference Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's like because they stop because Giannis is fast break. Mm-hmm. Like that's how he's going to try to change the momentum of the game. That's how the Bucks change momentum of the game. Yeah. If Giannis just clogs him, I mean, if Aiden just clogs him down in the paint on their transition, all they need is book CP and and like Crowder or like some other guy. One they other don't guy. Even need that's Aiden. what we've been saying. Like the whole playoff run. It's Chris Paul and D book. They're going to go get theirs. It's just one other guy. Yeah. And that one other guy, I mean, I know Cam Johnson only got eight points, but like he, he was, he was on transition. I mean, last night and, and bridges was, was on bridges. every trend. He was, was on, on every, every transition and like they, and they literally ran fast break ball the whole night. Yeah. And they couldn't stop him because they just clogged Giannis. Cause Giannis is just the big guy that's down the paint that stops like that easy layup that's going in. I mean, Joao, they had a couple blocks last night, mm-hmm. but like, those were like, those are great blocks, but in very lucky situations. Dude, in their ISO game, when they're not in transition, the Suns' ISO game is insane. Yeah, because they, they cause, can't get Like, signed. Booker is, like, a different, like, ISO But I think Chris Paul. I, I, well, I mean, he's already known. But, like, watching Booker, like, he's nuts. go in, like, his, he's like, bag nuts. and try to, like, get to the lane is, like, nuts. And he's, like, like, he's not afraid. Like, Booker's, what, 24, 25, bro? Like, this could just be the start. Like, I, I've been saying it the whole time. People compare him to Kobe like he literally could be. Like some people don't bloom right when they're 18, you know, and he kind of did. He just didn't have the same talent around him. Yeah. Whereas Kobe came in in 96. He had a first few years, like he made the all-star team, all that. And then Shaq came in and Kobe was still like 20. But he had Shaq, you know, like Shaq. Yeah. And that's no diss to Kobe because Kobe was insane, too. But Booker well, I mean, is said, nuts. He said it himself too. Yeah, like Kobe said. Like I mean, like he kind of like disrespected Shaq's like health wise. Like we all know what he said in that clip. But he was mm-hmm. like, if Shaq was like more in shape, they were winning ten. Yeah. Like imagine, like all, like I'm just like thinking about that. Like he's a hundred percent like right. Right. Yeah. No, and that's like the case with D Book right now. It's just he got drafted to not a good team at the time, and then. You pick up, you pick up DeAndre Ayton. Um, there's a lot of weird things around that where he's the player that it's going to take a few years for him to develop. Yeah, like you're not trading for someone. They they didn't trade for someone in D book second year to go chase something. You know, in D book in his second year, he dropped seventy points against us. Obviously, it wasn't a loss, but dropping seventy points in an NBA game is 
maybe the hardest thing ever. Like, Jay Crowder shit on him. They're now teammates. But, yeah. like, honestly, like, even though, like, he was hyped, like, who cares? Right. Like, they were, the Suns were actually awful. Like, yeah. Like, you have to celebrate the small things to just have any form of, like, team morale. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I, like, it makes sense. Like, you can shit on them for celebrating, like, a loss in a 70-point, like, scoring from Devin Booker. Yeah. But like what else is there for you to do? Exactly. Like you can't be upset after dropping 70 points. Yeah. And I mean now they made a move for Chris Paul. Uh they got out of Monty Williams as their head mm-hmm. coach. They have a good coach. They have the point god. And now they have Devin Booker that's out here giving you 30 a night with DeAndre Ayton who's capable of giving you 25 and 20. Yeah. That's dangerous. And Chris Paul obviously up there in age. I don't think I don't see Chris Paul slowing down anytime soon. Like I think Chris Paul is a solid three, four, maybe even five more years. I know he's old. He's like 33, 34. Like even when he starts to slow down, his mindset is just so different that like they're gonna be good. Yeah, because the thing is, like, because like they call him point god for a reason. He yeah. doesn't need to actually score. Right, exactly. Like, I mean, I still think in five years he could still drop 15. Yeah. Minimum. And like Dennis, Dennis is like, yeah, like, and with the Suns, like they're capable of going out and making a move to go get another one. Obviously, it would be tough. They have to draft someone for their bench. Yeah, they obviously, need, they, honestly, they, they need to get lucky in the draft with their bench. I know, like, the series is still going on, but like, I'm just talking about the Suns' future because I think it's very bright. If they get lucky with late round with late first rounders, early second rounders or late second rounders and just get a few more depth pieces on that bench. And then you can low key start to look to move people like, I mean, Payne and Johnson package them up with some picks, go get another superstar when Chris Paul's done. And now you have Deandre Ayton, Devin Booker, and like maybe a small forward power forward or another point guard. That's another superstar. And you have so many more years of production after Chris Paul, but with Chris Paul right now, they still have two, three, four more years of just being like in title contention. I'm I'm a little, I don't know what the right word is, but the, this final. So like, this is the first time we've seen like these two teams in the finals. The first time I like the, the, the future's bright around the NBA. Yeah. Like just, all teams, mm-hmm. pretty much. Every single team, except Every for single, the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> Every single team. And it's it honestly, this is a scary finals to watch because one of two things is going to happen to both of these two teams. They're either right back at it in the next season mm-hmm. or something happens. And like, not like, terrible, not like an yeah. injury or anything like that. Like, a mental block. They just, like, it's over. Like, they won't figure it out again. Yeah, like how. Like, like and, I, and, like, Milwaukee is, like, there. Like, they're so there, and we've been saying this for, like, the last three years. Like, yeah. they're so there. They just couldn't get past the hump. They're, like, honestly, I, they're down 2-0. They're in the finals. You say, okay, they made it to the finals. They're past the hump. Yeah. But, like, they're really not. They're not, because next year, you're going to have to face everybody. Everybody's – every single team is going to be a difficult team to play against next year. Yeah, like, I mean, the Hawks Except future the is crazy. One and like I'm still I'm, I'm not skeptical of the Suns either, but like I am in a way. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, well, I mean, like, wh- like what happens now? Like, l- like hypothetically, we say they win. Mm-hmm. Like, where do they go from here? Like, I don't like I don't realistically see them repeating. Yeah, I mean, looking at the NBA, you I don't, don't see either teams winning this repeating. Yeah, no, me neither. Looking at the NBA, just. The Atlantic, which has the Celtics, the Nets, the Knicks, the 76ers. And then you look at who the worst team was this year. That was the team that won the championship two years ago. That's how difficult just that division alone is. The team that won the championship last year, obviously they lost Kawhi. They still have pretty much every other piece to that. They're still a really good ball team. They're the worst team in the Atlantic out of the five. And then the Central kind of falls off. I mean, you got teams like the Cavs, the Pistons. Then you got the Pacers, the Bucks. And then the Bulls the were Bulls, young. The Bulls are really young, and they, they gained a lot of pieces this year. I mean, and then we're just going or like, there's just, like, it's it's a tough – we're in a tough spot, like, not in terms of, like, the game. We're in a great spot. Yeah. But a tough spot in terms of, like, seeing different teams win. Yeah. Because, like, it literally could be anyone. It could be. Like, and, like, year, like watching this series, like, I would like to see the Suns, like, repeat mm-hmm. if they win. Or even the Bucks repeat. 
This is the first time I've been like, I honestly, it doesn't matter who wins because I'm happy for whoever wins. Because, I mean, think about it. Me and Will, we were born 2001 and 2002. Um, so right when we could remember, like, championships, it's been the Spurs, the Lakers, the Celtics once. Heat. Heat. Warriors. Warriors and Cavs. And Cavs. And then, like. Like, it, it sounds like a lot of teams, but, like, it's it's I mean, not. Obviously, you have to think, like. Because every every year, every year, but every year, like of us watching basketball, we go into it and we have like four teams that we're like, okay, one of these four teams is about to win the championship. Oh yeah, like I go into the season, like like, all right, going into this season, like like every single year, like during the whole Cavs Warriors run, we're like, all right, well, let's see, yeah, let's see who's gonna win the Cavs this year, right? Right, and then we watch the Christmas Day game because that's like what they do, and then like we just see who. Like who matches up better, and then it's like, okay, Cavs look really good this year, and then the Warriors will go out there and win in five. Yeah, and like this year, starting this year, obviously we thought the Nets. Yep. Well, I we mean, could have seen the Lakers in a repeat, but that was two teams. Other than that, it was wide open. We thought the Celtics had a chance at the beginning. We thought the Bucks had a chance. We were like the Suns, the Jazz, like so many different teams. We thought could win the championship and, and then getting further into the season, the Hawks. I mean, we, I legit, the heat. Like, honestly, I saw something funny tell you. It was like the GM and they were like, like, he was like, Oh shit, you guys actually wanted to win. Yeah. I saw that. Right. But like, there's so many different teams that could just like catch fire at the right time. And it's kind of like feeling like the NFL and the MLB now. Where it's like, obviously, you got the Chiefs right now. You had the Pats for a while. But, like, if a team gets hot, bro, they only need to win four games in their Super Bowl champion, you know? Yeah, and it, and it, as hard as that sounds, it's really not that hard if they're hot. Exactly. Like, and they that's what it's like things. right now. Obviously, there's still seven-game series. It's not one game. But if a team's hot, and I guess the perfect comparison is the NHL because – once again, the Lightning won back-to-back, but, like... But they were hot. You guys heard it in the pod. We were naming teams that didn't make it out of the second round, and we thought they were going to win it. It's the same thing here. Like, the Suns, everybody predicted them to lose to the Lakers in the first round. Yeah. Because of LeBron. Because of LeBron. And then and then Aiden decided to lock up AD. AD's gone. And then it's just LeBron. And then they were like, you know what? Maybe, like, and honestly... LeBron, LeBron really, can't realist- produce anymore. Re- like realistically, I, the mindset... The mindset is, like, you can't, like, the mindset is, why bother? Yeah, like. Because they know AD's hurt. Mm-hmm. What's the point of going in the second round? And LeBron's quote-unquote hurt. Yeah, like, like that. all that BS. It's just all BS, honestly. Like, I like and, and the worst part is, because LeBron, I, well, well, it's not really the worst part because he's still in the league, but the worst part is he still has the recruiting factor on him. Yeah. So, like. Right now, Dame is linked with the Lakers, and he liked the tweet. He liked the tweet saying that he's going. Like, I, I mean, I know we're watching it right now, and we're just yeah. talking about it. But like, he's like because he liked the tweet. He's like, I can like whatever tweet I want. Right. And like, obviously, he's playing with the idea of going to the Lakers. Like, he goes to the Lakers, their championship team. They're nasty. Like, they're autom- Like, like they're easily like a title, like title favorites over the Nets. The Nets will never be title favorites. Yeah. I don't think they will be because of the team they have around them. Right. They're not actually that good as a team. Dude, Chris Paul is linked to the Lakers. Yeah, I know. He's man. playing in the finals right now. And he's, he's linked to, like, every team possible because they nuts. see what he's doing. It's just it's just ridiculous. And, like, the thing is, I think no, – No one wants to, like – like, he decided to join the Suns as a challenge. Yeah, going back to what I said where I was, like – Wait, what was I going to say? I blanked. Um, where it was, like, yeah, we don't know who – who's going to win, it's because the Warriors are hurt right now. So, like, I didn't even mention the Warriors for next year. They're going to be back. Like, they're nasty. We saw what Steph did, almost led them to the playoffs by himself, literally by himself. And now they're bringing Clay back, James Wiseman, into his second year. Um, Draymond's still very good on defense. but And they have a high draft pick this year, yeah. which could, like, literally easily, like, People are going to forget that the, war- the Warriors are still good. Yeah, and LeBron is, like, we've been saying it for years. We've been, like, guessing it. But this year, like, genuinely showed, like, it's starting to 
be the end of the era, you know, like he's like 40 years old now, like, and I know I hate LeBron, but I'm just like straight up saying this, like as a non LeBron hater, like he could win another chip or two, but it's not like every single year you're going into this and saying like, Oh, the Cavs, the heat or the Lakers, whatever team he's on is going to win it. Cause every year that he was on a team, he was a title favorite not a contender a favorite a favorite but he's not it was like and it was ridiculous like and and, and in a good way this is the part where i'm like like this is where like like legends are made yeah you know what i mean where like we see him in the finals every single year and it's crazy to think about and like i like i and i can never want to take that for granted Mm -hmm. because like that's just like greatness Mm -hmm. now we're watching like realistically here yep and like and it's just nuts that that happens i think about it now because we're seeing two teams we've literally never seen in the playoff and Actually, in the well, we've seen the, the Bucks in the playoffs. Rarely see the Suns in the playoffs, yeah. and we've never seen these guys in the finals. Right, which is crazy to even think about. And they're just like playing out of their mind, and it's team basketball again, where it's like the Warriors were team ball. Those Cavs teams weren't team ball, but they didn't need to be. This is like yeah, fun LeBron, basketball. LeBron we're watching like ridiculous. We're watching and like, easily just take over the game. We're watching two basketball teams. Yeah, before we were watching greatness. Now we're just straight up watching basketball again. And like everyone loves it. I love it. Like I, it, it just there's a different Cause, there's cause a different nice type of excitement. There's a different type of energy that comes where you're hyping everybody up on the team. It's not just LeBron and Kyrie going out by themselves, and they don't. I don't even think they talk to their teammates like it's different because like you you know it's different when like no, there's nothing against anyone like i'm saying i'm just using these guys as an example mm-hmm. it's just like it, it's different when you're out there and we're like mccal bridges is nasty and like he's playing out of his mind let's go mccal bridges yeah like on an average thursday night i'm not going to be like <laughs> let's go mccal bridges unless like he's my favorite player in the league for some apparent reason right like nothing against him like he bugged last night and like and like i was rooting for him i was like he's playing out of his mind yeah like i hope he like drops like 40 points and like even like devin booker i mean he is he's always been like a star ever since like he pretty much came into the league mm-hmm. like he just took off yep but like like to even like think like I mean, like Aiden didn't really ever get that much love. Nope. And everyone's rooting for him. And like even on like like Divincenzo before he got hurt. Yeah. Like early on, and like he's nasty. Like go like go him. Like no one really ever says that when you're watching like literally the same two teams every single year. We're sitting here watching greatness with Curry and LeBron every single year, and we're just waiting to see which one makes the most ridiculous shot possible. Exactly. Because it it wasn't even really Warriors versus Cavs. Like it should have been every year. It's just the headline was. Curry versus LeBron, you know, and now it's Suns versus Bucks. Obviously, there's Giannis. Obviously, there's CP3 or D Book. Yeah, but like these teams are winning because of their role players. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. They're stepping up so big. It's like the stars are going out and they're getting theirs. But if you remember Cavs days but the role where they came back really and well. it was – you remember that game where LeBron had like 51, Kyrie had like 50 and 12 or some mm-hmm. shit like that? Though Nobody on that Cavs team bugged out other than those two, and that's how they won their games. And it's like it was kind of the same with the Warriors. It was kind of different. Because they had more options on defense, but Stephen Clay just came out and gave you buckets, like yeah. straight buckets. But now, this is what I love about the Suns. Every single night, it's someone different. Bridges, um, DeAndre Ayton is their third option, and he's nuts. 
And you have people coming off the bench. You have Camp Johnson. You have Frank Kaminsky that has to step into a new role now with a few injuries. You have who's the campaign? Like campaign. Like, like, like I wasn't like I wasn't like shitting on them when I was saying that. Like right. I was saying like it's exciting to see like someone new. No, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying too. Yeah, which like because like I was just picking on Macau Bridges just there because like you never really hear anyone like talk about him no one really talks about him no one really talks like everyone it's like it's the same few players all around which i mean i guess is the point of a superstar yeah like that's who you're gonna hear about the most and then right. unless like you have like a crazy game where someone like literally like who's a bench player drops 40 points like that terrence man like terrence man game yeah. like you won't hear about it um another thing about the bucks is i don't want to say it but their injuries have made them very depleted. I still think the Suns are the better team, but like they, they can only really play three people off of their bench. And it's like, Pat, yeah, I know. Like dude, Pat Connaughton is playing 33 minutes a game right now. Yeah, well, like, which is crazy. You, everybody and, knows like, I love Pat Connaughton. Like every, he is everyone, not a sixth man. Everyone's hurt. And I hate how everyone was giving the Suns flack for playing all injured teams. Like they're half injured themselves too. Exactly. Like every time Devin Burke gets hit in the face, he goes down for at least 30, 45 seconds, a minute, two. Like it's crazy. Dude, Chris Paul, Chris Paul has like three torn ligaments in his right hand. And, and he, he hurt his left hand playing, two nights he's ago. with zero arms and hands and he's still dropping everybody's hurt bro it's the playoffs yeah every single person is hurt every single person's hurt i think it's ridiculous um that people are saying stuff like that because i'm like like it's the same it's the same shit every single year like oh it it is the same it's the same shit every single year whenever someone gets hurt it's like oh well oh yeah they're like oh you guys are complaining but like kd was out when the raps won like if you think about it if you literally blame everything every win that someone has off nobody has won no one has won an actual champion nobody has won a championship not a single team like that's what happens bro people get hurt everybody's hurt every single championship team that has won the championship has been hurt it's the end of a long season everybody is hurting yeah it's 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 gonna it's happen. that's annoying. I hate that stuff. But um, moving on, we have a different finals, the Stanley Cup finals. Shout out Puck Culture. Um, the Lightning I've beat the Canadians again. four to one. Um, Will did they do coke? <laughs> like they, like people were saying that like they might have. And you know we don't talk about um, vulgar things on this podcast. Uh, we rarely swear, but. There has been talk around that, like everyone's talking. Instead of smelling salts, that is what they used to hype themselves up. And I mean, flying around, doing all that, like they were, they were like they. Well, I'm serious. If you go back and watch all their (laughs) games, they were moving fast. Like they were crazy. (laughs) Like they were actually crazy. Like they didn't look like they were playing hockey. They were act. They were. They literally looked like maybe the best hockey team that's ever stepped foot on ice but like is it that or is it just like i mean the canadians were bad bro like the canadians like they They honestly weren't even like it was carrie price it was just straight up carrie price well yeah it was like you're like your goalie can only take you so far because like he can save your ass every single game Mm -hmm. but if you can't score a goal then what's like what are you doing right exactly i mean you're losing games one nothing two nothing yeah you're winning them it's like like, the worst part is is they were up a game yeah, game one was they were up like two nothing in the third, and they yeah, lost five they to lost. two. Like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So Andre Vasilevsky, uh, the goalie for the Lightning. Uh, fun stat that I saw on Twitter today: he has five straight shutouts in playoff series clinching yep, games, that. which is yeah. not like when they're up three something. So like, I mean, the games that they win. You know, so like, so if they're, you know what I'm saying? Because like they were up three zero. Yeah. So in that fourth game that they won, whatever game or no, they, they won, were they up three zero? Whatever, whatever game that they won to move on to the next series, nobody scored. No one scored, which is nuts. So like, he must have like a different thing where he just locks in and he's like, "We're winning this game no matter what. I'm not giving up a goal." And he's done that since last year's final, which is even crazier. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out him. He'd be a household name if his last name wasn't so hard to pronounce. Um, and the last note I actually have about them 
uh, is that the Lightning were just obviously better. Like it's just, I already I mean, said it. Realistically, but it's just like the team didn't change from last year. They didn't, and they were nuts. Yeah, and they were nasty then, and they're nasty now. I mean, the only way they weren't going to make it is if the Islanders won, and the Islanders played like shit. They, yeah. The Islanders were hurt, and the Habs were hurt too, so they didn't. Yeah, well, yeah. Why not? Everyone's So they didn't actually win. It was yeah, a no. it was a freaking Mickey Mouse Stanley Cup. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever you guys like, I, like I don't get it. Like I know we said that about the Lakers, but like realistically, like not to change topics, but like realistically, like that was probably a difficult ring to ring to ring yeah. to win. Like you honestly, to, like, it lose. definitely was. But like everyone's like, oh, Mickey Mouse. But like I mean, like yes, it's a joke they were in Disney, but like people are being serious. Yeah, I mean, hey, well, not everybody can be like Lightning McQueen and win like six Piston Cups. <laughs> those are those are the only real wins. Yeah, like books. no one was hurt that game. Like yeah, he was, was hurt. Lightning McQueen was hurt. Yeah, like it, oh, he didn't win because he was hurt. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, nah, shout out Lightning McQueen, six Piston Cups. Automatically, if anyone's hurt, you automatically just like no. l- literally lose all your credit. People just try, dude. People on Twitter they just try to find like different excuses to like not give people their rings. Like, I don't like LeBron James, but, yeah, he won a championship with the Lakers. Like someone was like, trying to get, tell me that – so, someone was trying to say that, like, KD ruined the league twice and no one cares. And then once LeBron wins a ring, everyone cries about it. I'm like – because KD didn't actually do anything wrong. He did nothing wrong. <laughs> like, he literally said, I didn't know any of them personally on the team when yeah. he joined the Warriors. Yeah. Like, he obviously knew what he signed up for. Right. Like – what, who cares? Dude, if I want to ring, let's be real. Every single person on Twitter, if you want, if you're in the NBA, you want to win a ring, where are you going? Going to the best team. You're going to the best team. If you they can the, afford you. want you. the highest odds. They can afford him. Why not? Why not? I mean, I don't think it ruined the league because any team win. could, any team could do that. Yeah. If they were like, they were like, you know what? Let's like, like there was nothing wrong with three people saying, let's team up in a different city and like bring them a championship. Yeah. There's literally nothing like you're playing in the NBA, like, it like that's the same thing like with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Like they were both they both grew up in LA. Mm-hmm. They were both Clippers fans. Well, actually, we don't know that, but that's what they said. <laughs> we don't actually know if they were legitimate bro, Clippers bro, fans because I don't think that exists. No chance Paul George was a Clippers fan. Probably Kawhi Leonard not. probably didn't know what basketball was because he could not care less. <laughs> like, it, like, but that's what they said. But that was probably some BS. But we all, but we just just for that point made they're like let's team up for the with the clippers and let's see if we can bring them a ring like that was their challenge yeah like even the warriors still had a like a challenge even though they were nasty with kd like you mind they still lost and kd wasn't there yeah i mean i granted that they were still all hurt too like the rest of them were hurt. yeah no it didn't like but, it wasn't an but like job. the raptors <laughs> were just better yeah like they were a better team honestly they really right. were yeah no i think that run that they had the raptors they're winning no matter what. And it's kind of the same thing right now. No matter what, the Suns are winning this one. Like, oh, shit, we're back on it. NBA talk. But, yeah, like, that's, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. You just leave it at that. that for now. Yeah, we're good. So, yeah, shout out Lightning. Uh, shout out Suns. Shout out Puck Culture. Um, shout out Puck Culture. Next time we see you guys, by the way, I know the we're only halfway through. Draft, right? We're only through the uh, halfway through the episode. But expansion draft and the Suns won the championship. <laughs> I mean, actually, by then, I think it will be yeah, over. Because we'll see for Most week. likely it'll be over unless it goes to game seven. We'll post, maybe. Once they win. Yeah, the live, we'll, no, live we'll reactions post. We'll to post. the Suns we'll winning. We'll We're post. just we'll in the post. street. We'll post. We'll post. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we got you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Red Sox talk. Here we go. Well, we're 54 and 34 heading into a little three game set versus the Phillies versus against, well, yep, reset. Uh, we're 54 and 34 heading into the Philly series. It's a little three-game set right before the All-Star break. Uh, uh, we just lost a series one, uh, one and two to the Angels. Um, oh, yeah. Angels aren't actually that good at baseball. Um, but am I scared? No, because we're 20 games above 500. Um, we have three games heading into the All-Star break against the Philadelphia Phillies. I think we can go two and one here. That will lead us to 56 and 35. That's a good record. It is a really good record. I think we'll be finishing first in the um, AL. Yeah. And then I think the Giants are still going to be first in the NL. Yeah, and in the MLB. And in the MLB. Um, we're on, honestly, um, this actually leads us perfectly into the All-Star break. Um, the last time 
the Red Sox had five All Stars, mm-hmm. was the magical 2018 season. It, yeah, no, we had I forgot four of them made sense, and then we had one where it was just like he had no business being here, and then I think we traded him right after the All Star game. <laughs> I yeah, I, don't, I forget who it was. I, I want to say it was, was like. Too. One of the guys from the 2013 team, where it well, was like three of these guys were on, the, on three of the guys that we have right now were on that all star team that year on the 2018. So, Rafi, JD, X Man, I think so. And then we must have had, oh, oh, never mind. I think I'm bugging. I think I'm thinking of the 2013 all star team. Oh, yeah, 2013 because that would make a lot more sense. Games. Yeah, because 2018, we were not even close to expecting to win, shit yeah, because we finished last in the league the year before. And it's the same with this. It's the same thing with this. We're having a similar type of year. And honestly, I think Alex Cora deserves a lot more credit being a manager than he gets. Yeah. I like, mean, like, the, like he wasn't there for a year. We finished literally the worst possible, like literally shit. And then he and, comes back. And, and we come yeah. back and we have, we were the first team in the AL to win 50 games. Yeah. Um. So Xander, Devers, JD Martinez, um, Matty Barnes and Nasty Nate are five all-star selections. Um, some snubs we've got um, Bobby Dalback, even though he's only batting. <laughs> honestly, I think even though he's already Verdugo, only batting like Verdugo zero, could have made it. Honestly, yeah, it's just like like it's a lot more goes into him. Not I literally like, think Kike, honestly, I was about to say I think Kike could have if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, because he, he was on a roll and then slumped for like a couple weeks and then went back on his roll. Yeah. He's really really good. He is, um, and he can play everywhere. I think that Nate definitely deserved it, but. And Barnes, I think but Barnes that was about the only a little pitchers. bit more than Nate did. But Nate, Nate really hasn't been that great. But I think it's just win record is just really, really good. No, see, the thing is, Nate's been very good. It's just remember, it was like those three starts in a row where he did really bad. He lost all three games, but then you have to look. Dude's like nine and four right now. So those three straight losses, those were they three out of his only four. Lost in a while. Yeah, exactly. Like he's actually very good. His changeup has been on. His slider's been on. He's pumping 99, 98. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's terrible. Chasey. Yeah, Chase Hug's about to be nuts. But yeah, um, other MLB news. Um, do you know how to pronounce his last name? Um, Daniel Camarena. Camarena, yeah, um, he, he's a he's a reliever for the Padres. Um, hit a grand slam last night at his first at bat ever. Yeah, so uh, Padres pitcher too. Padres pitcher grand slam first MLB at bat. Like it it wasn't his first hit; it was his first at bat. Yeah, that's nuts. And it was his first hit too. I'm retiring. Like he's the best closer of all. <laughs> he's the Sandman. Um, <laughs> Like, like, and if anyone watched the video, it didn't look like he was about to get a piece of it at all. No. And it literally took off. Yeah, it just went. He wasn't like a skinny, like scrawny kind of like pitcher no. build. Like he was kind of like a big guy. Right. So, I mean, I could probably see it. You, honestly, he probably hit nukes when he was younger. Yeah, most likely. Um, Moving on. We've got some soccer talk. Um, Yeah. Um, Is it coming home or is it going to Rome? Yeah. That's the question um, we need to ask ourselves. So, I say... Let's just say England versus Italy in the Euro final. Um, England beat Denmark. Italy beat. Don't Spain. tell me. Don't tell me. Spain. Sorry. Don't yeah. me. It's fine. Um, so either it's coming home or it's coming Rome. Um, Penguin. <laughs> That's all I saw on Twitter. Uh, they won with a little rebound by Harry Kane. Uh, the men them are buzzing. They really don't actually score like goals. No, they don't. <laughs> That's like a big and, issue and, and because also, Italy does Italy scores and Donnarumma doesn't let up goals no he hasn't let up more than <laughs> no. one goal ever dude everything's lining up for Italy to win but like I just I honestly think England's gonna win like I'm picking England I guarantee you it goes to penalties I can almost guarantee Do you want to pick Italy just because yeah why not okay it's going to Rome like honestly, like I know, like like realistically, like England could easily win this game. Yeah, it's just like they have to hope that they like don't let up any goals. You know who's gonna score? Who? Luke Shaw. That would be <laughs> no. It's gonna be it's gonna be one zero. It's gonna be like a shitty like header off of a cross, and it's gonna it's like gonna dribble in. And it's the final score of this game is gonna be one zero. I I can guarantee you it's gonna go to penalties for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. It's going to penalties. <laughs> Okay, that's all we have <laughs> for that. Yeah, there's really nothing we talk about until it actually happens. So, um, yeah, let's run through a little top ten of the Power Thirty Six. Um, 
for the NCAA basketball season. Um, starting off at 10, we have the national – wait, I feel like I didn't really transition into that one smoothly. So I'm just going to tell you um, our boy – what's his name? Field Yates that does this stuff. I think so. Um, so, like, pretty much every week he just, like, ranks every team. Yeah, honestly, I don't know why he does it so early every single year because literally college basketball still couldn't be any farther away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's literally the first week of, of July. We won't see college basketball for another five months. We won't months. care about college basketball until, like, at least another six months. I honestly just kind of threw it up because I like who the number one team is here. I saw it too, and I like figured I like yeah, this is interesting. And yeah, like one in ten are the most interesting ones, and they make a lot of sense. They make a lot of sense, right? Starting off at ten, we've got the Baylor Bears. Yeah. Um. NCAA March Madness Division One tournament title champion Baylor Bears. Um, but everybody's leaving. Yeah. So they're gone, still going to be so nice like, as always, but like they won't be that good. They they don't have Mitchell. Oh, I just got rid of it. Um, they won't have Mitchell. They won't have, like, anybody. Um, number nine, we have Michigan. Mm-hmm. Why not? Sure. Um, no, I don't mean why not. They're actually very good. Michigan well, yeah, is very like, good. They'll be good regardless as long as um, their coach is still there. Yeah, their coach? Who, I, who is it? I, I drew a blank. I'm sorry. I know who it is. It's going to come back to me. Just, just give me a minute. Uh, number eight is Oregon. Um, <laughs> I like this one at Oregon. Yeah, no, they're going to be a good team this year. Yeah. They were sneaky good last year, and I think they – I don't really think a lot of players are going to get drafted from them. I think they're young. Yeah, they are very young. So um, Another one that I like here are the Boilermakers from Purdue. Let yeah, me know if you I, ever figure out the coach of Michigan. I, I like them a little too much last year, and it got me in a little trouble, but honestly, they didn't. Right, yeah, and this year they're going to be buzzing. I think they had, like, one or two guys enter the draft. Yeah, I think I think so. I'm still struggling over here for some reason. I literally drew an absolute number six. We have Kentucky. <laughs> um, this was a big surprise to me, um, because they weren't actually that good last year. Like watching his teammate on TV. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's still bothering. Like I have it. I just can't. So, yeah, Kentucky's at six. Um, if I get to number one, I'm going to tell Will who it is. Juwan Howard. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Wow. So, yeah, I'd say the biggest surprise here for me so far is Kentucky. Would you agree? Yes. I Obviously, agree. like, it shouldn't be a surprise because it's Kentucky. It's but at the same Kentucky, time, like, they weren't they, that good. They weren't really that good. Yeah. Um, five, we've got Villanova. No real surprise there. No. Nope. They were, like, ranked number one for, like, the longest time last year. No, that was Gonzaga. I thought in – oh, no. I, they were the head no, of the like, right, Big well, East. I it's know. okay. Sorry, no, you gave it all. Um, <laughs> number four, we got Kansas. Mm-hmm. They were good last year. They weren't great last year, but they were good last year. Um, number three, we actually have Texas. I would love to see some great basketball in Texas. Uh, they were they were good last year. Uh, remember, we bet on them twice say, and I, lost both times. No words for this team. <laughs> I will never have a word for this team until they actually do not worry. Texas Longhorns will never have to play against Mac McClung again. Thank God. <laughs> They're probably just as hyped as we are. Right, yeah, no, because that was heart-wrenching. Um, number two, we've got Gonzaga. Makes sense. Yeah. And then number one, we actually have the Bruins of UCLA. This, I was, I really wanted to put this here just because all of their best players are returning. Just because. Yeah, just because they can. And I love that about them because you don't see, you don't see college hoopers do that. But they are. But yeah, <laughs> that's why. All right, they're gonna be nasty because everyone's returning. Will said they're all getting paid, but 100%. Right. like you, like you, they actually like they literally saw. Okay, well, I can collect the bag for a full year. Like, why not? Yeah, the first player just got paid. Actually, Barstool athlete. Not no, me. no, no. Um, someone joined the the overtime uh, basketball like league or oh, whatever. Okay. Like a, it's like a professional league for like young athletes or whatever. Just got paid a million dollars to play. A million dollars? Yes. I forget his name. Like, look it up. Like, it's like I think it's an overtime league. Let's look it up. Overtime basketball sponsored. I guess I'll go there. Um. 
I don't know. I can't find it. I think I'll let me see. Let me check if I liked the picture. Will lied. Guys, Will lied. No, no, no you lied. Nope, you lied. Nobody got paid. Yeah, right here. Uh, 16-year-old Jalen Lewis is signing a $1 million plus deal with the Overtime Elite League. 16? Yeah. Oh, so he's not even in college yet? No. He's like young athletes. Young, he's the youngest prospect ever to turn pro in America. And he's getting paid a million. Okay, that's nuts. Nuts. Yeah, no, that's yeah, crazy. Nuts. Um, Hersey Miller, Masterpiece Son, signed a $2 million endorsement, and he goes to Tennessee State. That's nuts. Yep. Yeah. Um, he got that because of his name. Uh, moving on, <laughs> we have the inside the five mock draft yep. of the lottery. So uh, picks one through 13. In 20 days. Draft is in 20 days. So this is our official. Yeah, this is going to be it pretty much. Mock draft. Um, Let's just start off. Hey, stop looking at my screen. I, thought, I was trying to see if we, we were. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. Um, with the first pick of the 2021 Inside the Five mock draft, um, I have the Detroit Pistons selecting guard out of Oklahoma State, Cade Cunningham. Same. All right, you can. <laughs> you're not looking at mine. I'm not. I don't need to look at yours because yours sucks. Yeah, I know mine's probably awful. Um, no, mine, mine is worse than yours because I took such an abstract view of where I think players should go. Not where people that actually get paid for this thinks players should go. See, the thing is, I actually, like, I remember, like, literally, like, two months ago, I'm like, no one's talking about the NBA draft. Like, I feel like every single year, like, every single, like, there's, like, three, four, five guys, and everyone's like, can't wait to see him get drafted. Like, no one actually Nobody knew what actually the hell was cares. going. Like, like, I'm serious. Like, I could care less. Nobody cares. It's just the truth of it. <laughs> um, like, I'm sure these guys are going to be very, very good. Yeah, like, no, for they, sure. They will be. Like, it's yeah. just they, Nobody there's cares. no hype around the draft for some reason. It's no, like, yeah, oh. they're good. I just don't care. <laughs> um, with the second pick of the 2021 Inside the Five mock draft, um, I have a guard. Do you? going to be Say honest. Yes or I, no. didn't put, this is, I don't actually know. Okay. <laughs> from the G League. Oh, I don't think he's not from the G League, so I don't. I have Jalen Green. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I have Evan Mobley. Okay, you'll see where I have Evan Mobley in about going, five picks. Going to H-Town. Um, speaking of Jalen Green, um, I got him going third in the inside of the five mock draft okay. for the Cavs. Okay, that was such a bad announcement. <laughs> With the third pick. <laughs> in Griff's IT5 mock draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers take Jonathan Kuminga forward from the G League. We'll see in a couple seconds. Um, I just want to say, I think Evan Mobley should be top three, but I want to see him go to this team so bad that every single time I looked at the team, I was like, they might miss on him. <laughs> so there's like no way someone like honestly that could be like the biggest draft like if someone actually misses on Evan Mobley Evan Mobley's nuts honestly he's a seven foot one small forward honestly here's the take I'm going with and I'm sticking with it I don't care uh <laughs> this draft class so we're gonna look back in like 10 years from now yeah. and like everyone's gonna be like you know how we always look back at drafts like oh how did this team like miss on him like what was going through their mind yeah Honestly, you could have the first pick in this draft and literally like the guy who got drafted last could be the best player to ever play basketball. <laughs> like th- like this draft like anybody in like like for, like first round, right? Yeah. You look back at it like th- like the 7th pick, he could be literally the best pick. I ever. think. And then like like how did no one like know? Or yeah. like you could literally be like two picks away. Like, it's yeah, going to no, be one right. of those types of drafts cuz the hype the hype isn't there. The hype isn't there. So but the talent is. Talent is 100% there. When there's a lot of talent in this draft. The, the, it's just there's not a name like Zion or LaMelo Ball, you know? Yeah, and, and no one was really, like, hyping up college basketball, like, this year until, yeah. like, March Madness, and then, like, it was just, like, Baylor mm-hmm. and Gonzaga. Like, So, yeah, you'll see where I have Evan Mobley going just because I really want to see him go to this team. Um, but, yeah, the fourth pick, um, I've got Jalen Suggs going to the Raptors. I do, too. Okay. Fifth pick, 
the magic. I've got Scotty Barnes from FSU. Um, I have Jonathan Kuminga. Okay, that's who I had going third. Mm-hmm. Um, because my opinion, the Cavs suck. So they're going to miss. Um, sixth pick. Here's where I have Evan Mobley going to the Thunder. Because think about I, it. Actually, yeah, think about pretty, it. That's a good one. Kemba, SGA, Lugens, mm-hmm. Poku, Evan Mobley. I have Scotty right? Barnes. Right. There, but that would be, that right? would be fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I only have Evan Mobley drop in there just because I really want to see him go to OKC. <clears throat> Seventh pick. I want to say we have the same. Um, the Warriors getting Davion Mitchell. Um, no. Was I wrong? No. I, I actually have him in a different spot. Very different spot. I have uh, James Booknight. Oh, from um, UConn. Yeah, I got on the Warriors. Wow. Interesting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I actually couldn't have David okay. Mitchell any farther away from you. Why'd you only do the first 12 picks? We need to do 13. <laughs> no way it was all. Oh, I thought you said 12. Oh. The Pacers. I don't even 13. actually know. <laughs> Oh, actually, I got him too. I it just it's yeah, no, I, saw I, that, I yeah. accidentally deleted it. Um, yeah. With the eighth pick, uh, I've got the Magic taking Keon Johnson from Tennessee. What? Did they not have the eighth pick? I thought it was Sacramento. <laughs> I made this mock draft so long ago. I think it was before the lottery. <laughs> oh, it might have been. I think I made this mock draft before the lottery. So Sacramento. Uh, <laughs> How are we so like accurate before though? Wait, what do you mean? Did you say the Kings? Am I bugging? I, I'm actually like, did you, did you meant to say the Kings and you said Magic? With the eighth pick? I have the eighth pick, Sacramento. Am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Detroit one, Houston two. Cleveland three, Toronto four. We have that right. Oh, I might have just put everything in the wrong order by accident. Orlando five. No, you're right. OKC six, Golden State, Orlando eight. Yeah, so Orlando's eight, not SAC. SAC's nine, which I have. SAC's nine. Oh, jeez. Pelicans 10. Oh, I'm like Hornets 11. Spurs I'm twelve. One, I'm literally one behind. I started. I I missed. Something. You missed the team. I, I had thirteen, and then I missed the team. You freaking idiot. Uh, okay, so 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 I actually have the eighth pick. Yeah, so I actually have Keon Johnson going to the Magic. Yes. Like I literally just looked up the mock draft, so let me just go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I didn't know who was like the guy. Like, where did I go wrong here? You went very wrong. Oh, man. I see exactly where I went wrong. Well, go down, go down. <laughs> this is where you are. <laughs> I didn't see it because it wasn't in this, and I just scrolled right by. Okay. So, yeah, I got Moses Moody going to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> uh, speaking of I'm Moses full. Moody, I got him going ninth um, <laughs> to the Kings. I got Keon Johnson going to the Kings. Okay, so a little, little flip flop. Uh, at 10, I've got Josh Giddy from overseas going to the Pels. Oh, I actually have um, – actually, no, I don't. I have Franz Wagner going. To the okay, Pels. from Michigan. From Michigan, yep. yep. Uh, speaking of Franz Wagner, with the 11th pick, I've got the Hornets taking him. Um, I have the Aussie man, Josh Giddy. Oh, okay. To, uh, yep, the guy that I just said. Yep, going to the Hornets. All right. Um, with the 12th pick, I have James Booknight now from UConn. I have uh, going Ky- to the Spurs. I got Kai Jones. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, and with the 13th pick, I actually have Corey Kispert. You know that big white dude from Gonzaga? Mm-hmm. I have him going to the Pacers at 13. I got Davian Mitchell going to the Pacers. If Davian Mitchell falls that much, I will give you 10 bucks. Deal. All right. <laughs> Why not? So, yeah, uh, that um, that's going to end our mock draft that was, like, perfectly planned out. And uh, we executed perfectly. Uh, it's also going to end our episode, Will, unless you have anything else. I think that's all I got. <laughs> After I just absolutely destroyed the mock draft. So <laughs> I couldn't have messed the mock draft up anymore. <laughs> like, I literally missed an entire <laughs> NBA <laughs> franchise. You 
you <laughs> missed a pick. How do you miss a pick? I missed an entire like think about. It, I literally missed an entire NBA franchise. You missed the city. You I missed literally missed the entire city of Orlando. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. <laughs> so hope you guys enjoyed. Um, have a good week. Uh, shout out to the Suns for winning the NBA championship. Don't forget uh, about the magic on your way home. Suns out, guns out, uh, and peace. Peace. <laughs>